This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Liverpool nil, Real Madrid nil. Guy Clark here and thanks for joining us for the latest post-game podcast on Blood Red. A night of missed opportunities for the Reds to write another chapter in Anfield's chronicles of great European nights, but for one key missing ingredient. Not goals, fans. Mohamed Salah, Gini Wijnaldum and Roberto Firmino all going close, but not quite close enough. On another night, a night with a full Anfield, it may well have ended differently. With plenty to come here though on post-game, Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference, the Echo's Liverpool correspondent Paul Gorst gives his thoughts, as well of course as our regular contributors. Without further ado then, let's get over to Anfield and hear from the Echo's Paul Gorst. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel. Liverpool's hopes of a seventh European Cup are over after a goalless draw here at Anfield against Real Madrid it means that they sadly exit the competition at the quarter-final stage um, with a 3-1 aggregate defeat that was obviously chalked up last week at the Di Stefano Stadium in Madrid. Um, Liverpool had the chances, it has to be said. Thibaut Porto was outstanding in the Real Madrid goal. Uh, Liverpool nearly went one and up early on through Mo Salah. Um, Roberto Firmino had a couple of chances. The biggest one probably fell to uh, Gini Wijnaldum right at the end of the first half. But it came to him inside the box around six yards out and he somehow blazed it into the Anfield road end. Um, and that was pretty much it. Uh, Liverpool uh, really pressed and probed for the, for the opening goal and uh, ran out of legs. In the last 15 to 20 minutes, Real Madrid were, were pretty comfortable. The Shane Klopp sent on Thiago Alcantara, Diogo Jota and then Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Jadon Shaqiri. But um, neither of the quartet were... Unable to uh, to get Liverpool on the score sheet and get them back into the tie, so um, they go out 3-1 on, on aggregates. Um, Real Madrid move into the last four, the 13th time champions, of course. They'll play Chelsea in the semi-final later this month in the first leg, uh, and Liverpool are left to uh, to count the cost of exits at the um, quarter-final stage. And now uh, it's just a battle for the top four on the hands, isn't it? So um, they move on. They play Leeds on Monday night, and um, this battle for the top four is all Liverpool have got left between now and the end of the season, which is uh, the final week in May. So Liverpool out the Champions League, um, the battle to uh, just to be in it next season continues um, as of Monday. But uh, this one will hurt Liverpool. It's probably, given what has been served up here at Anfield since the start of the year, the best performance of the year. But uh, coming against such uh, an exhausted opponent as Real Madrid, they were unable to turn that into uh, the tuna lead that would have taken them through. Paul Gorst at Anfield for the Echo as Liverpool were unable to find a way past Thibaut Courtois without the fans, of course, being there for a European knockout tie at Anfield. Just the league now left to concentrate on then for the Reds with seven games left to play in the Premier League. Of course, Liverpool sitting sixth at the moment, four points off Leicester City in third and five points off fourth-placed West Ham United. Well, Jurgen Klopp was asked about the Champions League qualification and the race for a top-four finish as well as elimination in his post-match press conference. Hi, Jürgen. Um, commiserations tonight. How close were you to getting the performance that would have seen you through on the night? Yeah. Uh, we started the game extremely well um, and could have obviously scored there early, but we didn't. Um, and so... We were good in the game, we played much better, we didn't lose the tie tonight, we lost the game obviously in Madrid, that's clear, uh, with the performance we put there out, which was not good enough. Today it was good enough to to go 1-0 up for sure, 
and then it would have been a different game. But so with the experience of Real Madrid and the situation, like you have to chase a game, that you have to score and stuff like this, um, it got more and more difficult, obviously. And so they controlled the game from a specific moment on, had them their counter-attacking chances themselves. But obviously what we saw tonight, we could have, with two good performances, we would have had a better chance to go through one good performance without scoring than anyway um, um, was not enough. Obviously now you've got seven games to go. You've given yourself a chance again of getting into next season's Champions League. But what steps do you take to ensure as best you can that tonight acts as motivation rather than impacting negatively now on the run-in? Oh, that will not happen. It impact, uh, impacts us negatively. So we are not silly. We, 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 we want what we earn. If we don't earn it 100%, then we respect the situation that we, that we don't get it. So, and um, how I said, we, 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 tonight, if we score an early goal, this game would have been a different one. I think everybody knows that, but it's hypothetical. We don't, we didn't. Um, but it has now no impact on the Premier League, apart from that we um, don't play midweeks at least international anymore. I'm pretty sure Premier League plays midweeks, if I'm right. Um, so we can concentrate and focus on Premier League, what we will and what we have to. So because it's not only because we want to play um, Champions League, because we like the competition, it's um, we should better um, from different points of view, um, for different reasons. And um, so, yeah, it's but it's tough. Just we are still not in the, in the, in the hot seat, I would say. Um, and we, we faced Leeds on Monday. So... That's a tough one. They are the, the, what can I say? They, they are the leader in all physical stats in the Premier League, pretty much. So you better run a lot yourself. And um, we have a few days until then. We will use that. And then we we'll make sure that we are ready for that. OK, we've got some Mike Walters for one, then Don King. And then after that, we will go to Miguel Angel I think Diaz, it says here. But uh, Mike Walters first. Jürgen, um, based on how well you played tonight, how confident are you that you'll be back in the Champions League next season by finishing in the top four? That has nothing to do with confidence. I'm, I would say, naturally confident. So, um, but that doesn't mean we will, we will end up there. So um, we, we, we just can read the table. We know the points. We know the situation, stuff like this. Um, and we know who we play, and we don't have to talk too much about it. I, I said now what I what I think about it already. Yes, we want and we have to. Um, and if we want that, we should better play really good football. What we did tonight, but if we want to go through, then we should finish the situations off on top of that, uh, because that's very helpful as well. I think we are not in a bad moment in the moment. Uh, we played pretty well, even when it was a late winner against Aston Villa, but we played a good game against them. We played really good against Arsenal. So not so good against Real Madrid, the first leg, but um, the other games were not bad. Tonight, a good game. So we just have to keep going. We really have to keep going. We have to keep fighting and we want to be next year in the Champions League. But in a moment, as I said, we still have to um, pick up more points than a lot of other teams. We'll go to Dom King and then after Dom uh, to Miguel Angel and then um, I think there's... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know whether you can um, hear me. I've just lost your feed, but um, I'm sorry to ask you about this. Um, the club for a statement out Dom, about Dom, um, Dom. an incident with Dom, if uh, I could jump a bottle in. being thrown at um, Madrid's bus. I was wondering whether you'd hear it and I know how such incidents upset you 
whether you had any uh, look I, any, any sort I heard it after the game so this is but it's a special um, let me say week uh, tomorrow is a very special day for us so um, that these situations are not not helpful everybody knows um, but nothing else to say from my side tomorrow we have a, a really important day together with our fans and um, that's one I'm what I'm thinking about and all the rest I think the club said what what uh, what we had to say about it thank you thank you welcome Sorry. Uh, yes since I have a few technical problems here. Uh, Miguel Angel, uh, what it says there? Yeah. Hello, Mr. Klopp. I, I have two questions for you. Last week, you spoke about Casemiro, Cross, and Modric. You said that it's probably one of the uh, better uh, midfield in the world. What do you think of Courtois? Do you think he's one of the most important goalkeepers in the world? And what is your favorite team for? Uh, for winning the Champions League this season? Who wins the Champions League? Honestly, I couldn't care less. Um, who will win the final? I, I think they deserve it then. Um, there are four incredibly strong teams in. So, congratulations already to whoever will do that. Um, Courtois is a really good goalie. Um, and yeah, that's it. And the, 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 I think we controlled the three midfielders of Real Madrid tonight much better than in the first leg. Means when you let them play, then they're pretty much unplayable. But if you defend them well, what we did tonight, then they have their problems as well because they're human beings. And um, tonight we we learned a lot from the first game how to do it differently. We used that tonight, and it could have been enough, but it wasn't because we didn't score. The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. The first batch of our regular contributors now as Steve Dawson follows on from Mike Holt. Liverpool nil, Real Madrid nil, which sees the Reds' dreams of lifting number seven in Istanbul, nothing more than a dream. You see the fans outside the ground before kickoff, the coach welcome them with the pyros, Jamie Webster playing at Hotel Tia, everyone having a bevy and ultimately that slight matchday feel that we haven't witnessed for so long. That immediately gets you up for the match before a ball's even kicked. I was slightly disappointed before kickoff that all of the front four didn't start and possibly Thiago in that in two and Milner starting ahead of Thiago. There were some question marks around that, but minute one, with the captain setting the tone, smashing through Benzema, you're reminded of why he's starting and across the whole half, he justifies that by setting the tone of the game. We come out of the blocks in the manner of that famous Barcelona night and immediately you're already thinking... You know, could they do this? They they look like they fancied it. You looked at Valverde, who was a midfielder playing at fullback, and you think already that he can get be got at by Mane and Robbo on that left-hand side. In fairness to Madrid, they did keep the ball well. They were calm and they were collected. They took the sting out of the game by keeping calm and showing their experience. But I didn't really feel they posed as much of a threat as the first leg. Benzema had his chances, he hit the post and... But that was down to a Phillips error rather than Madrid's build-up play. I just felt within the final third, Liverpool just needed the quality to make that final pass. We got in really good positions and then maybe at that point you question why Thiago was on the bench for the first half. As the half went on, you start to think, are we going to end up regretting that chance from Mo in the first 10 minutes that he's not buried it and test this Madrid team's nerve? And then comes the 41st minute with Trent running into the box, the ball eventually falls at the feet of Wijnaldum who put it into the restricted view section of Danny Road. 
Another glorious chance missed to test this Madrid team's resolve. But even going in at half-time 0-0, I did feel like going into the second half, if we started the second half with the same rhythm and mentality, it'd only be a matter of time before we found the back of the net. We started the second half a little off the pace, but again with the chances, we had just not ruthless enough. Jota and Thiago come in for Milner and Kabak, and with half an hour to go, he then felt these are the changes of quality impact of the bench to help us find the breakthrough. Trent slipped a lovely through ball to Salah on the 67th minute, who takes forever and a day to hit the target, but decides to take four or five touches in the box, making that angle difficult for himself. Again, like the first leg, you're just screaming to just shoot lads, be clinical, be ruthless. Jota was a live wire when he came on initially, and I understood Jürgen's thinking of Jota's impact off the bench, but maybe in retrospect, you could make a case that where he has confidence in front of the goal recently, compared to that of Bobby, Salah and Mane, maybe he should have started there, because where you needed your big players for these big games in Salah to put the ball in the back of the net, it just wasn't there tonight. I felt going into the last 15 to 20 minutes, we were just trying the same tactic repeatedly, it was becoming a frustrating watch, just trying to see the ball getting whipped into the box, only to find the head of a Madrid centre-half, and you kind of knew then we wouldn't find a breakthrough. We were lacking some patience and maybe someone to just join that midfield to attack. It wasn't our night, it wasn't one of the famous Anfield nights. We were all dreaming of number 7 in Istanbul after a really frustrating season, but it wasn't to be. The first leg made tonight an uphill task, but all that being said... I don't think he can fault the commitment, battle and fight across the 90 minutes from the lads. Again, another great performance from Nat Phillips there. But I would say that they need to use this performance off the back of an important win against Villa to maintain this momentum in the fight for top four to ensure the Champions League football at Anfield next season. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's 0-0 draw with Real Madrid. Really big difference, wasn't there, between the first leg, which is where we lost this tie, and the second leg, and I really fancied our chances, actually. Liverpool beating Real Madrid at Anfield, albeit with no crowd and with our side decimated by injuries, but their side also affected by injuries. I would have thought that 2-0 was pretty much par for the course. I think we were in a good position to come through this tie. What we needed was goals, of course, uh, not conceding was very clearly something we needed to achieve and, and we managed that, which is which is a bright point to look back on. But we needed goals and the scene was set very, very early on when Mo Salah missed that opportunity. I mean, really dreadfully disappointing t- to see that one. It, it wasn't Maybe the easiest it came to him quickly, but he had a whole half of the goal to aim at. And if he'd managed to hit that half of the goal, it would have gone beyond Courtois' training leg. Training leg. Um, Bobby Firmino then disappointed. Uh, I think it was in the 29th minute with a, a poor pass when we were on the break. And that also looked as if it was a fabulous opportunity. The one that really got me was, was Genie skying that one around the 40th minute. Uh, banged my head, my hand down onto the couch and the remote control went flying. I couldn't believe he couldn't get that on target. And at that point, you could say the writing was on the wall, but we've still got 45 minutes to get the two goals, which we look like scoring, certainly more so than Real Madrid. 
we were creating chances and that was very, very good. I think Sadio Mane has played the best match there that he's that he's had in a good long while and that's a great relief to see because he he really seemed to be in sort of slow motion over the past few weeks and it was good to see him back at his energetic, hungry best. Uh, but then Salah and Firmino went on to blow chances in the second half and you got to the point where you realised that it just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to be another one of those those great Anfield nights, and we've we've fallen away. But I I tend not to be that disappointed about this one. I think I think we showed a far better performance than we did in the first leg, and I think against ultimately a Champions League semi finalist in Real Madrid, we showed that we are still a very strong team, and there's a lot to look forward to next season when we get our key players back. Uh, and I, I think we can challenge again. Just going back to the the starting eleven, I was very surprised uh, with um, the omission of Diogo Jota and the inclusion of James Milner. But Jurgen Klopp is a smarter footballing man than I am, and I think in retrospect, what he was doing was he was bringing Millie in to look after Luka Modric, who had a very good first leg, didn't he? And I think by and large, he did that. Knowing probably that if we were still looking for a goal around the hour mark, he would bring Milner off and we'd, and we'd convert to a more offensive unit. And that's that's exactly what he did. I, I, I was I stunned that he didn't include Jota from the start. Alongside Mo Salah this season, he's been our most potent goal-scoring option, uh, given the number of games he's played, which is not very many because he's been out with injury, as you all know. But I think perhaps he thought that it might take a little while to to get the first goal that we needed and that Jota might be an impactful substitute to bring on. I don't think Bobby offers so very much from the bench and it would have been a brave man to have not included Sadio Mane in a game like this despite Mane's poor form and his selection was you know, justified in the end uh, because, as I say, he had, he had such a such a good uh, match um shame but never mind <laughs> we can still fight for champions league football next year so bring on the premier league again uh nil nil it's not a bad score but really our finishing really let us down and uh, i think we just have to put it down to one of those days at gulasahi on twitter g-u-l-a-s-a-h-i Steve Dawson reflecting on some of Jurgen Klopp's selection choices and the fact that the tie was really settled in the first leg as he followed on there from Mike Holt. Well, let's get some more opinions now from the Blood Red podcast Facebook group. Seb Cottle writes, Chances created, clean sheet, what's not to like, dot, dot, dot. Simon says, We'll never know how we have not scored tonight. What's much more frustrating how could we not play anything like that last week? Keep on with performances like tonight and we'll be fine. Davino Sabino writes the question that everybody's thinking right now. Do they not do shooting drills during training? Hard to see the evidence of it tonight. But finally, Paul Aveyard writes, played well tonight and should have taken one or even two of those chances in the first half. Lost this tie though because of our poor performance over there. Got to push on now and aim to finish top four. You'll never walk alone. Well, for more in the Blood Red podcast Facebook group, follow the link in the description or just head to Facebook and search for Blood Red. Back to our regular contributors now, though. Here's what Hannah Pinnock made of the evening showing. 
Well, the comeback wasn't meant to be tonight. Uh, that's the Champions League run over uh, potentially for another season as well if we don't make top four. So it's disappointing, but I think the I think the tie was lost in the first leg. It, it, it wasn't the same as the comeback against Barcelona when you've got a packed out Anfield behind you. Potentially, if we did, we might have won it on the night. I mean, it was only two goals we needed and we we're a team more than capable of scoring two goals and it looked like we would uh, particularly first half we were so dangerous and the amount of wasted opportunities is frustrating and I mean we we can come at Klopp for the first leg I mean the tactical setup in that game we, you know we got it all wrong and um, we paid the price but for, for the home leg I think Klopp got it spot on tactically team selection wise you know, we were absolutely exceptional first half. We were doing everything right, but the finishing. And I, I think, you know, this this performance is, is down to the players, not Klopp. The reason we're out of Europe is down. Klopp handed them the tools and they didn't use it. So it's incredibly frustrating. Um, you know, you just think back to some of the chances. Absolute sitters. Salah missed a couple. Ginny missed a sitter. Even, even from from the first minute, you know, we looked so dangerous and it was just that final ball um, that we just couldn't couldn't get right. I mean, Trent, absolute man of the match. Um, incredible performance, both from an attacking sense, but defensively as well. Trent was just absolutely exceptional tonight and um, would have gone down as a legendary performance had it not been for our poor form in front of goal. So... Gutted for him and I'm I'm gutted for the players, of course, but ultimately we weren't good enough. It wasn't a bad performance by any means and it, I mean, that's probably why I'm not as upset or angry as I possibly would be had it been another shocking performance. I think the performance was there. You know, like I said, we were doing everything right. We just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net and it makes you think that had it been a packed out Anfield, you know, would some of those missed chances have been goals I think they would have been so it's just frustrating but I'd like to think we can carry this form on now I mean the Villa performance at the weekend was better um and finally back to winning at Anfield so you've just got to keep that going um keep that momentum going otherwise we won't be playing Champions League football next season but we're in with a glimmer of hope now um and it, it looked like it would be reminiscent of the Porto game um, last night against Chelsea. Too little, too late, but wasn't wasn't to be. And the longer it goes on, the more you think we're just not going to score here. Um, so, yeah, it's frustrating, but, you know, not a lot we can do now. Yeah, I just feel a bit deflated for a team renowned for our comebacks, especially in Europe. So, gutted. But the, like I said, the performance was there and you've just got to keep all eyes on the league now. And hopefully with Chelsea going through in Europe, they might focus a little bit more on that <laughs> than making top four. Um, because I hate to say it, but Chelsea are in with a real chance of winning it. Um, either one of Man City or PSG are going to be knocked out. And then, you know, I, I think Real Madrid were more than beatable tonight. And again, had we actually been able to put the ball in the back of the net <laughs> might have been a different story you know we were all over them they had a couple of chances Alisson you know brilliant tonight made a few crucial saves but other than that they really did just sit back and 
were there for the taking really I think but we just couldn't it's it's on the players and it's on them for not scoring um like I say everything else I think I thought Quebec had a good game that Phillips on the most part had a good game as well so yeah it's hard to pinpoint the blame really but yeah only it is what it is and hopefully we can just kick on in the league now the post game podcast on the blood red channel couple more of our contributors to hear from before we go first ross before alex what gives his thoughts liverpool out of the champions league at the quarter final stage after nil nil drove at anfield in a tie that was ultimately lost in the away leg with the dismal 3-1 performance in the first leg tonight much much better performance obviously we needed the two goals that didn't come but I thought, particularly in the first half, Liverpool were really, really good, really at it. Intensity was right from the very off. And yeah, the goals just didn't come. Salah's had that chance, which I'm sure everyone's going to mention. The very first chance of the game within two minutes. You're expecting him to score one-on-one. He's just scuffed his shot. If that goal's in after two minutes, it changes the whole ball game, doesn't it? It changes momentum, changes everything. But it didn't go in. But there were so many chances in that first half. It was unbelievable, the chances. We had some really good ones as well. Milner's had a great chance. and Genie's uh, had a great chance. Salah's had two or three cracking chances. i say particularly the early one. But it didn't go in the, it didn't go in the back of the net. And the intensity, like I say, was right. The passing was much better. The creativity was good. But, yeah, the ball just wouldn't go in the back of the net. Real Madrid, I thought they were really well organised. And, yeah, we did create them chances. But as the game grew, I thought they grew into the game themselves. And they were really, really well organised. Very disciplined performance from uh, Real Madrid. And they keep the ball so well, don't they? You know, that takes a huge thing out of the game at times. You're building up ahead of steam. And then Real Madrid get the ball and it's five or so minutes before you've got it off them again and it just takes the momentum out the out the game and that happened at various times in the first half and probably even more in the second half where we just seemed to run out of ideas as, t- as time went on but particularly the last you know 20 minutes we, we seemed like we were totally out of ideas and the legs were starting to go and we were doing the same old things. We tried to change it up with substitutions and stuff like that but it just felt like as this as time was going on, as as we got to the 50, 60, 70 minute mark, it wasn't going to be our night. You've got to take these these chances in games like this. You can't miss clear-cut, guilt-edged chances. And that's what we did in that first half. But what can you do? Um, like I say, Real Madrid disciplined. Casemiro, I thought was brilliant for them. Ratting around in that midfield, doing a lot of the dirty work. Had an absolute scumbag challenge on Milner in about the 25th minute. Got himself a booking. Shame it's an empty stadium because he would have been getting absolute hell off the home fans there. He would have been getting absolute pelters off the fans. That would have got the, the crowd going, the, the stadium going a lot. So it's little things like that, them sort of challenges, what would what, what give energy to the players, energy to the stadium and... 
that's not what I, that doesn't happen with an empty stadium, does it? But yeah, I thought Casemiro was probably their man of the match. I thought he was excellent. So all in all, um, it's just a it's just a hugely disappointing um, way to end the campaign with a good performance, but we blew it in that first leg, like I say. So we're out of the Champions League, and we now look to the league as the was it six or seven games to go, and we've got to fight to try and somehow get into that top four. It's gonna be really hard. But if we play with the intensity we did in that first half, we create the chances we did, we've still got a chance. We go on a run of a few wins, you know, we can still get in that top four. Leicester look like they're falling apart. They're right they're right um, in the mix now. So I think third and fourth are up for grabs. You'd hope Leicester can possibly fall out. I'm still hoping that West Ham... The wheels are going to come off West Ham, but they haven't. They've kept going. So what we've got to do is concentrate on ourselves and just win our next games. Win the game, go to the next one. That's all we can do. We've got nothing else to focus on now. It doesn't bear thinking about not being in this Champions League next season for all sorts of reasons. The wonderful night, obviously. The recruitment that it can bring, the money it can bring, the prestige. We need to be in this Champions League and be a huge disappointment if we don't. We need to salvage something from this season now because it's been an absolute shocker from start to finish. So, dust ourselves down, take the positives, move on. Uh, I think it's Leeds, I think it's Monday night. Leeds need the victory there and then just get the momentum going again. Dust ourselves down. Come on, Liverpool. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast. Uh, So close and yet so far. Um, Weird feeling tonight because I feel like it's disappointing but not devastating because we go out knowing we threw everything at the second leg, performed really well, didn't embarrass ourselves or anything like that. We just gave ourselves a bit too much to do after the first leg. And couldn't take our chances tonight. We had more than enough chances to get this done. But the finishing just didn't match the rest of the Liverpool performance. You know, look, I came into this game with hope. (laughs) I always do. We've seen what this team can do in Europe when the odds are stacked against them at Anfield. You know, it's the anniversary of one of those today, that crazy Dortmund game. So... I came in with hope, but without the 12th man of the support, as I was more worried than usual, you know, the team had to try and recreate that atmosphere almost with high energy, with high pressing by getting in the Real Madrid players' faces, putting the pressure on them, kind of put the pressure on them that the fans would have, essentially, and... To be fair, that is exactly what they did. You know, we looked like a completely different team to the first leg. We looked like a Liverpool we recognised from the last few seasons. You know, the pressing was there. We were winning the ball back quickly. We were keeping possession, slick passing, shots on target, keeping a clean sheet too. It was all really nice. And I don't know if we truly believed we would look this good in the game without the fans there, but... We were great at everything except putting the ball in the back of the net, unfortunately. You know, we started so positively. Should have been the dream start with that early chance for Salah, which he should have buried. And 
we had so many of those throughout the game that I feel like last season or the season before, we'd have got the two goals we needed probably quite easily. And this would have been a bit of a different story. Um, in terms of performances, you know, there were concerns over the midfield before the game without Thiago being in there. But it ended up proving Klopp right, I think. It was exactly the kind of midfield we needed for this game. Pressing, energy, you know, Thiago then did come on and add that extra element later in the game. But Liverpool dominated a very experienced midfield there. You know, in the first leg, Real got too much time in midfield to play those long balls over the top of the defence. And we stopped that happening today, you know. You can't allow Tony Cruz that time on the ball that he got in the first leg to pick his passes or you'll be punished. And he couldn't have an impact on the game at all, really, today, which shows how well Fabinho, Ginny, Milner all played. And Ginny Wijnaldum, that finish aside, obviously, I thought he was phenomenal tonight, which is a reminder that we could really still do with him signing that contract and sticking around for a couple more years. We... Just needed him to activate second half versus Barcelona, Ginny, didn't we? And he couldn't quite take it up to that level. But I think for me, uh, starting Firmino was the right call too because you could see that link between midfield and attack straight away that we lacked in the first leg. Again, Firmino, Salah, Mane, it, it, their finishing just wasn't quite on it tonight. And Real Madrid, you know, they were happy to sit back and try to just soak up Liverpool's pressure for the 90 minutes. They were very well organised at the back, around their box. You know, we were finding the breakthroughs, we just weren't converting them. And Nacho Militao were very good at the back for Real again. It felt like with Ramos and Varane out, we might have had a better chance. But those two really put a shift in across both legs, unfortunately for us. And... You have to give Real credit. You know, it wasn't the most thrilling performance from them. They had a few chances as well. They gave us a couple of dicey moments, but they were few and far between, really. And Alisson was fantastic when he was called upon. And they did the job that they needed to after winning the first leg so handily. You know, Real Madrid and the Champions League under Zidane are a nightmare most of the time, regardless of their form across the season, generally. And they were again here, unfortunately for us. And... I know we don't do things the easy way, but we do need to perform better in some of these first legs and Champions Leagues in the knockout rounds because it just isn't possible to consistently make comebacks at Anfield, especially when tonight, you know, we lack the crowd to, to spur them on. And who knows if, if the Anfield crowd could have given them the extra edge. They probably would have done if they were there. Also, if Liverpool could have kept it to 2-1 the first leg, it could have been a different story, but... It's all very shoulda, woulda, coulda now. And uh, it, it's disappointing. You know, I really thought that Istanbul being that being the final was a sign, but it just wasn't to be. And the focus now is getting top four. We've got to make sure we're back in this competition again next season. Hopefully, if we are, we don't draw a team from Madrid again. I'm sick of them all at this point. But... It's looking positive in the league and the top four is there for the take and we've just got to do it and go for the Champions League again next season. Cheers up the Reds. 
Top four now, the big focus for the Reds ahead of the running. Alex, what would the final say here on post-game as he followed on from Ross? Remember, you can leave us a rating or review wherever it is you listen to our content here on the Blood Red channel. It's always more than appreciated. And of course, we are available over on YouTube as well. But on the night the Reds dropped out of Europe, attention switch immediately on how to get back in for next season. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.